It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. Good, everyone. Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my coastal pal, the man, the plan, the one and only, the one and only, John Malika. And with us, as always, is the foundation himself, video producer Greg. We back, baby. We up and running. Jets win with the one and only, <laughs> Mike White. Because you know what? He's him, John. He's him, Greg. Mike White is him. He goes out there. He said, Oh, guess what? You, you, you want to have this conversation? You want a QB controversy now? I got it. <laughs> I'm going to throw for over 300 yards. I'm going to give you three touchdowns. I'm going to give you 149.3 QBR rating or just rating, whatever. I don't even care, man. I'm just, hyped. <laughs> I'm just hyped. We see efficient play from a quarterback for once, a man who was legitimately, legitimately threading the needle this guy was precise he was calm cool he saw the pressure coming he's like nah i got garrett wilson nah i got elijah moore 10 different receivers my guys 10 different receivers he went 22 for 28 man it's good when you have a quarterback for the new york jets when you have a good solid defense that said oh chicago bears white work just like a peanut but yo i I'm just hyped, bro. I'm just hyped because we got Mike White back in action again. And of course, he has to only win in a black jersey mm-hmm. against uh, a, a city that begins with a C, a team that begins with a B. You know, that's the <laughs> only way he can, that's the only way this man comes out anywhere and, and just decides to go ham. I'm just hyped, guys. Like I said, John, I mean, listen, what do you feel? You, you want to be, be stupid, stitious and keep it rolling? I'm down. Keep, keep the black jerseys rolling with Mike White. You want to keep that rolling? I'm, I'm down with it. Listen, man. White can only wear black. <laughs> White can only wear black. No problem. You should be hyped, man. Seven and four. And this is the first New York Jets game this season that they've been favored in. And listen, they showed out. Maybe I didn't get 17-3, uh, like I wanted at half, but I had 17-10. All right. And, and Claypool honestly beat sauce. All right. Like, you know, uh, kinda, have, no such thing as a perfect shutout, bro. No such thing. Everyone gets lucky. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't lucky. He, he beat him on him, but listen, uh, he recovered yeah, after pushing the living daylights out of him. Come, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, listen, that, he had that 31 yarder. Otherwise he had Claypool ended with two receptions, 51 yards. So it's all good. He got beat once and we recovered on the defense. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the defense in a second, dude, because right now it is the Mike White show and you started controversy, controversy, Alex. There is no controversy right now at all. Michael White is the starting quarterback for the New York Jets. Yes. But listen, dude, that was, a, it was an amazing win. It was a disgusting game in this, in, <laughs> at MetLife, in the stands. We don't know how to act yet. Listen, we just figured out how to get inside at, at the right time. Now we have to figure out how to shut up when <laughs> the Jets are on offense. Like, literally, they asked Mike White after the game, how do you feel about the Jets changing your name? He's like, it was a new, unique situation because, like, yeah, it's great. But also, you guys got to shut up because we're on <laughs> offense. I can't <laughs> try to communicate. It's so funny. We literally don't know how to act. So we're all growing together here. 
<laughs> we legitimately don't. Hey, man, it's been a minute since we saw this team win so many games. So, yeah, we don't know how to act. I'm happy about it. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I mean, Mike White, dude, he he looked like a real quarterback. And everybody said the same thing. He he made the easy look easy. And when you go back and you listen to Coach Sala talk about Wilson throughout the season, that's all he's talking about. He's like, yo, he's got to make the easy throws. He's got to make the easy plays. And like now, like it's just so funny. Now all he said was Mike White just made the easy throws. He was five for five. And then he missed that five for six with the screen in the dirt, which was a good pass, right? And he, he honestly gets this offense rolling. Like you said, getting to all these players, but man, he has this entire team rolling. You see how hyped everyone is? The tight ends, the offensive linemen, everybody's hyped with Mike White. It's a little unfair with what we're, we're all doing to Zach Wilson. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, with, with, with his hood. And, you know, they're like videoing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's kind Evil of Anakin. We are, we are really stomping on him. Like he's already down. He's already out. He's bench. He's inactive. He doesn't even have a helmet. And now we're like really like we're uh, legit as a fan base. When you say we don't know how to act, we legit don't know when to shut up when the, our team's on offense. And we just don't know when to stop beating a dead horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're kind of, we're kind of killing Zach Wilson right now, but Greg quarterback guru right now. Uh, you, you write about Kirk Cousins. So, so about Derek Carr, I guess. Right about Russell Wilson. Yeah, big win this week. Yeah. Two in a row overtime. Right. Oh, about man, we're, we're Wilson. really, we're really, uh, burning this fire, aren't we? <laughs> what do you think about Mike White? Dude, he looked good. I mean, I've watched that first drive. A dozen times, like just to your guys' point, like it's just he, like he got the ball, someone's open, he just throws it and he hits the guy in the number. Like, what more can you ask for? He's not like he's taking what the defense gives him. He's making the easy stuff look easy, which is hard to do in the NFL. And dude, again, that first drive. I mean, there's so many things to look at, but the one thing that really stood out to me: not only was he just hitting guys that were open, he was hitting guys in stride. To your point, John, everyone's playing for him. I think he had that one pass to Garrett Wilson like on the right side. Who's out there blocking? It's Conklin and it's CJ. Both tight ends are out on the boundary blocking two guys, and then Garrett Wilson can go for 11 yards. The very next two plays, go to Conklin, go to Conklin. Like Everyone's playing. They're not like everything's gelling. Everything's coming together. It was great to see. It just makes me feel, again, more confident. We've talked about it week in and week out now about Michael Floor, about uh, Robert Sala about Joe Douglas. Like I'd really feel confident about this front office and its coaching staff. We know the offense can work if we have competent QB play. And it was awesome to see. It was an ugly game, terrible weather, but it was a lot of fun to watch. It was a lot of fun to talk about and tweet about on Twitter. So it was great. It was a great, great week. That's a fact. And a great week at Jet Life, bro. I, I can't believe how many great home games the Jets have had. I can't remember a season where we just had straight up amazing home games. By the way, John, I know you called. You were looking for seventeen three, but I was. We were both close, man. You got the seventeen ten. You got the seventeen ten. I got. I, I thought thirty two seventeen. I got my thirty. I got my thirty-one ten. I'll take that any day of the week. Greg had but, in the thirties too, and, and and I was like, no, you guys are. It's a little bit much. I don't know. I like Mike White too, but let's calm down a little bit. But you guys were totally right. The Bears stink. Let's not forget that it was the first game the Jets were favored. But you got to beat who's in front of you, man. Because guess what? If if the Jets if the Jets make this a competitive game, they're like, is it really Mike White? What is his team's direction? 
the fact that we came out of here and we're dominant, you, you got to say, all right, the Jets are not messing around anymore. And now I know we go into two tough matchups after this, but dude, like this offense was clicking. Everything that you saw, man, like we talk about all the receivers. We got to talk about your guy, Bam Knight, though, because Bam Knight, man, 14 carries for 69 yards, averaging five yards a carry, man. His longest one was 19 yards. I wish he got a, I wish he got a TD, man, because that, that, then it would really throw in everything like haywire for, for Jetsland to see Bam Knight go, go ham, bro. Let's hear your thoughts, John. I know you too, Greg. You both love Bam Knight. You oh, get, like, yeah. All over Bam Knight. I mean, Bam Knight was, was killing it for us in NC State. And we were, we were also watching every single game from him. That's, that's the beauty of college football for us. You can catch us on winning picks weekly, but I digress. Honestly, dude, Bam Knight is who we thought we, he was. And honestly, who this, who this team thought they were. I just can't believe he was undrafted. It's insane. He's been killing it in the entire preseason. It's, it, it's not like little John Flowers, right? If you're, if you're a big Jets fan, you know, like those preseason guys that we throw out there, <laughs> they get these like random touchdowns, but then they can't really cut it in the NFL. Bam Knight is a real deal. He's a rookie. <laughs> we get to keep the sixth round pick for James Robinson instead of it being a fifth round pick. If he, doesn't gain another 260 yards. There's some talk about his sore right knee. There's some talk about they don't like the way he's running in this offense. Maybe he's not right for it. Whatever it is, keep him on the team. Make sure he doesn't get 260 yards. Start Bam Knight. Have Ty Johnson behind him. I absolutely love it. Nate Herbig, he gave up the only two pressures of the day. But, dude, he's been so good. Uh, I mean, shout out, shout out to Joe Douglas for that. Of course, the tight ends are blocking. You didn't even mention uh Bam Knight receiving, dude. Three catches, 34 yards out of the backfield. Like, what else do you want from the guy? A rookie. Guys, a rookie. And first game. First game debut. Him and Tyler Johnson and Mike White. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, that's what he's coming out to. Who knows who's that right tackle? Nate Herbig just <laughs> coming back. Like, this guy is – everything's against him. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think Robert Salas said in his, in his press conference, I don't know if it was post-game yesterday, if it was the press conference of today, the biggest thing that stood out to him is just fresh legs. Like, he had a motor, and he was looking to hit people. Mm-hmm. It's late in the season for a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys have been playing all season. They're beat up. They're banged up. He came in fresh, ready to go. To your point, Long was 19 on the rushing. Dude, a lot of these guys, Ty Johnson, 32 on the long. Braxton Berrios, 10-yard run. Like, we talked, the Jets have talked all season about explosive plays. We had explosive plays not only in the rushing attack, but also in the passing game, which was great to see with Mike White. But dude, I love Bam. Ty Johnson, we had some things to say in the preseason. We had some things to say in the offseason about him. He was able to catch, catch a ball. He was able to make some plays. He had 60 yards. So it was well, that great. 30 to yard see. after contact, dude. He literally dude, was, it was great. It was great to see. To your point about Robinson, John, the one thing that stood out to me again when on that uh, Robert Sala po- uh, press conference talking about Bam Knight and why they like him so much, he mentioned that again that Bam is like a one cut guy, and that really fits the system. Where some of these other guys they they wait for the play to develop a little bit, take a little time. Bam makes one cut, gets upfield. That was his big thing. He gets upfield quick and he gets upfield with authority. So I think juice was the word that he said. So I love hearing that. I love seeing it. And that's what we need late in the season. We need guys that are fresh, ready to go to, to hit somebody. 
And I mean, we'll talk about the defense later, but when I was watching the condensed game on replay a couple times, dude, I don't know if they turned the volume up when we're on defense or what, but I feel like we're hitting guys. Like, like the pads are making noise. People are popping people. Balls are falling on the floor. Like guys are out here hitting people. So I love to see it from the defense. I also love to see it from the offense. To your point, John, a lot of those months for these guys were after contact. So hey, Elijah Moore. Great. Taking contact, he was like, "Yo, yeah. let me let me shed this tackle right now and show that I'm really activated." Garrett Wilson threw Garrett a guy. Wilson he too, threw yeah, a grown man. man in the end zone and made a touchdown. Like Yo, it was crazy, bro. Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. This this is why it was just so frustrating when you watch Zach Wilson because there's a lot of weapons on this team. We have depth, bro. We have depth. We have depth. Even John, we you know how we were both like. I don't know, man. Offensive line. Do we really have depth? Greg, you were here too. It's like, but we have depth at the offensive line. We have depth at our skilled positions. They just need someone to get them the ball. Garrett Wilson, yeah. Elijah Moore, Tyler Conklin, Bam Knight, CJ Uzama getting here, Ty Johnson, everybody, man. Everybody got a little bit of action today. Everybody got a little bit of action. Yeah, and look at those longs. Look at those long receptions. It was Garrett Wilson, 52 yards. Elijah Moore, 42 yards. Tyler Conklin, 29 yards. Like, these are big explosive plays. Like the Jets talk about as explosive play being a play over 20 yards. We had what five of those today, four of those today on Sunday. Like it's great to see, man. And a couple that were like 16, 19 yards. So great to see guys making plays. It's great to see Mike White just like you guys were saying, letting the offense operate, hit a guy, let him make a play. And it was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, I, I hope think, we keep seeing this going forward. Uh, I think our guy who was on the show, Connor Hughes, said it best is that he knows his limitations and he knows yeah. what he like. I think that is the big thing. Knowing what you can't do, just playing within your envelope. That has just been what Mike White has been all about. You know, and he doesn't completing passes. 28. I mean, that's why he's in the Hall of Fame for completing passes. <laughs> yeah. And he showed it again today. Like, I'm looking at the stat line, Alex. I was waiting for you to comment on that, like, first day because you love the stats. And Mike White went 22 for, for 28 with 315 yards and three touchdowns, bro. Like, you haven't said anything near that all year. You're always, and when you look at the other side, it's so funny to be like, just on the other side, sometimes you just gotta step back for one second. And not have Zach Wilson there and have Mike White kill it. And then you're staring at Trevor Simeon's stat line. Like 14 for 25, 179 yards, one touchdown, one interception. That's QBR. what we're used to. Yeah, give me our 30. That's Zach Wilson. Then like around the <laughs> league, I'm like looking at stat lines. I'm like, that looks like Zach Wilson. That looks like Zach Wilson. <laughs> like Andy Dalton. That looks like, like it, it's crazy. So it, it, it is refreshing. The only bad news. Like as, as as hyped as we are about Bam Knight and Ty Johnson, I think that's again an ode to the depth. It sucks that Michael Carter uh, he has an ankle right now. We, we're we're not sure about the severity. We'll hear more uh, this week. We'll get we'll get on that on the Minnesota preview coming up on uh, Nick Jets etc. Check us out on YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Leave us a five star review and hit us up the comment. It really helps us out. But yo, uh, shout out to the Jets for being able to. First of all, have the wherewithal to okay because more obviously is active now, right? Mm-hmm. Because with Mike White, obviously you have Wilson. Berrios has got to get in there. Yep. And now you have Michael Carter, but you have the wherewithal to put in Bam Knight for and dress him for the game. You got you got the wherewithal to to put in Tyler Johnson for this exact reason. You know what I mean? Like we could have mm-hmm. been screwed this game. 
It would have just been like Ty Johnson and Berrios. Those would have been our running backs. I feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't in today. My guard got hurt. So, you know, they had a tough time because they had to keep Mims in because he's been killing it. And Corey Davis came back. So they had a, they, they had a tough time, like trying to figure out who to keep active, who to keep uh, inactive. It sucks that, and we'll get into it on the defense. Uh, I'm sorry for skipping ahead, but Chad Surratt, bro. One, one tackle and then he gets hurt. I'm so pissed. <laughs> I'm so happy he was active. But like, uh, I'm, I'm happy, uh, kind of nerdy, but just like la- last note, cause I'm, I'm, I'm pissed about Michael Carter. It, good job. Like somehow maneuvering this depth chart. You know what I mean? Like this whole thing. insane. Like, I, I'm it so happy that to... I was there, bro. He saved, he saved us. We talked about it last week, man, is that when Robert Sala made this move, to even just start Mike White over Zach Wilson, it's like when he sat Elijah Moore, right? He he has the, like the wherewithal, understands his team very well, just knows all the moving pieces. I mean, look, let's go back to Connor Hughes and what he talked about before the game even started and how he noted the entire team is rallying behind him, how they love him, they support him, they're happy for him, all these things. And it just seems like the, he's such... Like for Mike White, he's so, like everyone just gravitates towards him. That comes to your head coach knowing the pulse of the locker room. So for yeah. Robert Sala, just being able to rearrange the depth charges, knowing what you're going in for, yo, kudos to him on that because this is just a different level of head coaching that we've experienced. It's not loud and boisterous like Rex Ryan. It's not quiet and <laughs> and somewhat aloof with Todd Bowles. It's not crazy oh, eyes like Adam God, Gates. don't make him start on Todd Bowles. Yo, I'm so, I, I've never been so vindicated in my whole life in this whole Todd Bowles situation. I'm so happy it's with Tom Brady. Like, don't even, check us out Win Pigs Weekly if you want us to go off on that a little bit. Because uh, I am so happy uh about that. It's We're just been so, so vindicated. But it's yo, just so listen, different, man. This coaching Alex, is so different. Alex, it is. He has a chance to be coach of the year. He has a chance to be coach of the year mm-hmm. if he does something these next two games. Craig, what do you think, man? I think so too. I think it's incredible. To your point, Alex, about the depth chart, it just, it's crazy to think like, again, Bam Knight, 69 yards, Ty Johnson, 62 yards. So 120, 130 yards between the two of them. Those are our running backs four and five. Like we lost Michael Carter. We lost James Robinson, who we traded for in the middle of the season. Don't even get me started on losing Bruce Hall. And we're still, having production at the position. It's just great to see. And then the wide receivers in the past catching tight ends. I mean, when's the last time we had a tight end duo like we have with Conklin and CJ Zama? I mean, it's dude, it's not even it's not even the pass catching. It's the blocking. It's the attitude. It's being in the mix. It's hyping guys up. Like I love CJ so much. I don't care if he gets a catch any game, dude. He's in the locker room. He's on TikTok. He's hanging out with dudes. Off the field, on the field, he's in the meetings making sure shit's right. Like he is great to have in this locker room. I've always liked him from afar because because I think he's a cool guy. But now that he's part of this organization, when they said he's a locker room guy and like he's a leader, like you can see that coming through. And then Tyler Conklin's a young guy who can go out there and make six, seven catches and get you some big plays. Let the young guy do his thing and let CJ just stand back, block a couple guys, throw a couple guys off the field like he does. It's incredible to watch. I can't remember the last time we had a tight end duo like this. And again, last time we had someone throw for 300 yards or three touchdowns with no interceptions. 
I don't know when the last time that happened for the Jets. Last year, get Mike White, baby. It was last year, Mike White, with four touchdowns, 400 yards per guy. <laughs> no interceptions? He had no interceptions that game, too? No interceptions. God damn, Mike White. I mean, he might be the guy. <laughs> he might be the guy. Let's get these black uniforms rolling. I'm not nervous. I mean, we'll talk about it in the preview. I'm not nervous about this 31st-ranked defense in the Minnesota Vikings. Absolutely. So you, you I'm actually going to ask you a question. So then are you going to Minnesota? I'm not going to Minnesota. No. Yeah. I'm not going to Minnesota. Of course I know you are, John. You're the nut. All right. Yeah, John's a lunatic. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to Minnesota. But yo, speaking about Mike White, Zach Wilson, Mike White. There it like I brought it up. QB controversy. John says, nah. It's Mike White. You know, Connor Hughes says it's his job to lose. I I would agree. I think all of us would agree. It's Mike White's job to lose. I don't know if you guys heard this conversation because it's very interesting what Richard Sherman had to say, but I wonder what you guys think. He talks about how, you know, pedigrees and all that type of stuff with Zach Wilson. And it's like, he's Richard Sherman says he's sick of pedigrees. He looks at Mike White. He's like, that guy competes. His teammates love him. You know, you got to roll with some guys. He's actually produced unlike Zach Wilson. He actually also had, I don't agree with this part. He said, Mike White is a franchise quarterback. That part, I'm like, let's slow off a little bit. I do agree with the pedigree stuff and all that stuff. Like, I think we, we, we inflate all this stuff with, with contract value, draft position, all that. But is there, what do you guys think about not what Richard Sherman said, but Zach Wilson versus Mike White, man? I mean, we're back here at square one again. We had this same discussion last year where, Mike White, with Jim, we call him Hall of Fame Mike White because he's in the Hall of Fame after that game against the Cincinnati Bengals. And just performs and we're like, yo, this guy is doing stuff Zach Willis is not doing. Should we roll with this guy? And we we were able to go back to Zach Wilson because didn't play well against uh Indiana, stunk it up against Buffalo. And then it was still first year Zach Wilson. You could say he's a rookie, you gotta come in. We weren't real, we weren't winning at all last season, so it made sense. Now we're winning. Now we're fighting for a playoff. We're in the hunt, all right? And we have a good chance to hunt. go make the playoffs. We're in the playoffs, my friend. Fair. We're in the playoffs. You know, it's still nothing said. I, that's what I'm saying, hunt, but okay. I feel I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. But we are in a critical – we're in a critical spot right now where we can't afford to lose any more games, especially, game, especially when it comes to Detroit, Seattle, uh, Jacksonville, Miami. But these next two games are very important. But what do you guys think about – Wilson and the Mike White situation right now, dude. I think to your point, I, th- I think let's keep the easy things easy. Let's take a page out of Mike White's book. It's his job to lose. I think that Zach Wilson may or may not have a long, awesome career here in the New York Jets, but it seems like we're focused right here, right now. Again, Mike White. Remember, he had one good game against Cincinnati last year. He also had three not so great games, the other three games he played. So we have two tough opponents in Minnesota. Again, not to worry about Minnesota, not to worry about Buffalo. We beat them once already this year. But if Mike White can keep doing what he's doing, he doesn't need to be special. That's why I think like Richard Sherman's comments about he could be a franchise quarterback. It's like when you, when you say the term franchise quarterback, you think of people like Aaron Rodgers or like Tom Brady that can make all the throws that can lead a team, blah, blah, blah. But there's also franchise quarterbacks who are just like really good. And if you have an incredible team around them, you can make a deep playoff run. So 
you know, I think Mike White has the ability to. He's shown it last year against Cincinnati. He's shown it this year uh, against the Chicago Bears, but against the Chicago Bears. Let's see what he does this week. You know, uh, Robert Salas asked about it in his press conference. He's focused on this week. He's focused on winning right now, which is great to hear. When's the last time you heard a Jets uh, coach on November 28th going into the first <laughs> game of December saying, I'm focused on winning right now because we're in the playoffs? I mean, it's nope. incredible. So November I think, 28th. <laughs> yeah, let's just focus on right now. Mike White had a great game. If he can just keep doing the easy things, this team is good enough to carry him and carry everyone else to a playoff run. That's how I think about Mike White and Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson showed he can't do it. So what are we talking about? I, mean, I, I agree. It has to be week by week here. It has to be merit-based situation. And honestly, like like we talked about, the Jets front office has been talking about that. doesn't matter when you're drafted, Elijah Moore. doesn't matter. You, you talk, even if, even if you're right. If you if you, if you talk out a lot, you're gonna get benched. If you talk against the team, you're gonna get benched. If you can't if you can't do the job, Zach Wilson, you're gonna get benched. If you talk against the team, like we perceived, you're gonna get benched. And it's a game by game basis. However, I don't think the sh- the leash is short for Mike White. Like if he does bad against Minnesota, if he does bad against Buffalo, he still gets the start for the two home games. But he better do well in those home games because if not, we are going to go back to Zach Wilson. And I don't think it's going to be Flacco. I think it has to be Zach Wilson at that point. So not Strebler. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm cool with Streb. If, if Zach Wilson is, is really, you know, pouting for real, you know, in the practice field and in the locker room and during the meetings and stuff, they know more than us. If he continues his pouting, yeah, sure, put Traveler, put Flacco, whatever it is. But we are winning now. This defense is real. I mean, I, there's no controversy. Right now, it's Mike White. I think even if he has an abysmal two games, he still has the two home games at MetLife to, to show out. So I think he's at least a starter for the next four games. For the next four games? Okay. Alex, what do you think about it? And also, too, what do you think about the people, the Zach Wilson defenders out there there's there's few but there's a proud bunch who's really talking up on twitter about how it was the chicago bears defense and if you put zach wilson out there this week zach wilson would have a similar stat line because it's the chicago's bears defense they got injured during the game they were injured going into the game that defense traded away their best players throughout the year they really had nobody and it was just the it was just right time, right place for Mike White. It wasn't that he's a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear like, well, he could have, you know, he would have been able to do no. Guess what? He's had opportunities and yeah. he hasn't. He has not. Okay. You wanna know how you know what was a good opportunity? When you had the Pittsburgh Steelers who didn't have Watt, didn't have Minka Fitzpatrick that get that day, and you had a a, a injured Pittsburgh defense. They were they were doing a QB uh switch midway through, and that still came down to the wire. Mike White comes in here is like, oh, guys are missing? Cool. Let me make some easy passes, find my find my weapons, and let them go make a play. Like, I don't want to hear that. I legitimately do not want to hear that. The Zach Wilson has had enough opportunities to show that he could give us something outside of the Tennessee game, outside of the fourth quarter of uh the Pittsburgh game, and outside of, like, 
slight improvement last year towards the end of last season. Nothing has really wowed me. It's just been encouragement like, yo, he's young, he's this, he's this, he's this. And you can only go for so long when you actually have seen production. And that's what Richard Sherman says, and that's what I agree with. We've actually seen production. Whether or not it's it's against lesser competition, he still is struggling. Look, I don't even look at the New England Patriots as that big of a hurdle. And he could he only had two. Yeah. He only had two. He only led the offense to two total yards in the second half. Crazy. Like, yeah. come on. Like, let's 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 cut it out here. But yeah, I agree to- with you guys. I agree with you guys. I think it's like Mike. It's Mike White uh, until he he flops. He has the opportunity. I think four games is a lot, man. I really think that he'll get three. I, I think it'll depend after the two games and how he plays against who is that? Um, Vikings and Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Other than the Lions. Lions. Yeah, Lions. Yeah. Get I think the Lions game will be the determining factor. If he doesn't yeah, play well can't. against the Lions, that that will be you know because you're playing. We're talking about top competition at this point. Bills are supposed to be really good. Vikings are on a tear, even though they have a terrible defense. Well, listen, it's a terrible defense in the dome. So if 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 he does bad against that, that's that's a bad sign. He's going to Buffalo. To be honest with you, with no Von Miller, that's that's looking pretty good. They got Poyer and Milano back. It's gonna be windy in Buffalo, so I'm glad it's on Zach Wilson. I'd rather have be Mike White regardless. Wait, I'm glad that you brought that up. Windy conditions, conditions, guys, conditions. <laughs> Zach Wilson, it's too windy for me, man. Mike White, torrential downpour. John's texting us about, Alex, I don't want to hear any more about forgetting about punters. We need punters who can at least hold the ball. So we were talking about conditions. I don't want to hear any more about that. Terrible. Man's out there in a monsoon throwing 22 for 28 for 315 yards and three touchdowns and no interceptions and no fumble. Just saying, one sack for for seven yards. Just saying, talk about those conditions. Speaking of fumbles, speaking of conditions, what do you think other teams think when they come and they have to play the New York Jets defense? Scared. This defense <laughs> yeah. is unbelievable. Imagine having, imagine being the Chicago Bears with Trevor Simeon coming out. Maybe he gets hurt pregame. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe Nathan Peterman's coming out. Nope, psych. Simeon actually coming back. And now you have to play the best defense in the league. Oh, yeah, I, I said it. The best defense in the NFL this year from top to bottom. Yes, you beat sauce on the one play hang up the trophy like where 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 your hat where your banner no problem other than that everybody's balling dude i mean it's it's fun because usually we're watching one side of the ball right our, our whole life it's usually like the defense is amazing the offense is like all right like you know it's it's, it's like just holding on for dear life you're being you're being generous saying uh the jets offense is all right no they usually <laughs> suck bro if, it's, they, if the defense is good the de- offense sucks and it's vice versa like, too. three touchdowns against the uh, uh against the patriots in the playoffs who won us a game so you know yeah, that was the year we were all right yeah exactly so, uh, <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the very most they're okay watching the jets yesterday like on the replay with both sides of the ball just absolutely killing. Special teams was improved besides the one blunder. And we'll, we'll get oh. that the conditions. Dude, Justin Hardy, one of my favorite players. I, I yeah. my He's one of my favorite players, man, on this whole team. He kills it. I'm so pissed that Chester I got hurt. It really doesn't bother the hell out of me, but whatever, I digress. I wish Rucker got more in the game, but yo, let's go to this defense, man. Holy crap. Who, who are you really, guys? It, it's almost 
it, 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 like stupid to talk about this Jets, how much we annihilated this Chicago Bears offense, right? And we're going to talk about the preview against Minnesota coming up. So my question to you guys, real quick, we're talking about this defense. Is there, after you saw what we did to a Bill Belichick offense, after you saw what we did to Josh Allen, all right, we broke Teddy Bridgewater on the first play, all right, so we didn't say we didn't see Tua because he was hurt. Is there any team that you guys are really scared of in the AFC to go up against just based on their offense? No. I mean, I mean, uh, to be fair, I mean Kansas City, if we did, if we did face them, Kansas City Chiefs would be the team because Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes. We can't, we can't guard a tight end. They have Travis Kelsey. That's scary. Dude, um, we have a really tough time. I know, I know we're talking about, we're singing the defensive praises, watching that replay back. We have a tough time with tight ends. We have a tough time with pass catching out of the backfield. And I don't know what it is. It drives me crazy. Every week, bro. We've been okay. saying every week. There's no such thing as perfection on any team. No <laughs> yeah. such thing. It's so annoying. To think, but it's per- it, there's no such thing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like who has good pass catching running backs and tight ends. Like, uh, you know, that's who I'm more worried about. I'm not worried Chiefs, about receivers. The Chiefs are, I mean, look, man, we're, got this Gordon. is why, this is why yeah. when you guys talk about, the Vikings defense stinking. You look on the offensive side. I don't know. We're not doing the preview yet, but they got, they got TJ Hawkinson and they got Dalvin Cook. We're, yeah. we're talking there. That's two players. If you're a Jets fan that you're like, crap. I feel like Dalvin Cook and TJ Mosley cancel each other out. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they're just old. Like they've been here forever. They just do the same thing every game. Look, like, <laughs> Greg's just—if you're all having, just tune into the YouTube. Greg's just like, oh my god, he got smoked by the third string running back on one play. CJ Mosley's <laughs> gonna have a tough time with Dalvin Cook if you're getting cooked by the Bears third string. Yo, why do you, back. I just got a question, Greg? Why do you hate CJ Mosley? Because <laughs> everyone loves him. Everyone loves the guy. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. It's, it's great. It was a great interception. I'm very happy about it. It was awesome. We were up 14 the, points. The heat is real, man. The heat yep. is real. He's reading the team in tackles, Greg. Yep. Dude, he's <laughs> great. He's great. He's just not like un, uh, unworldly. Like, I don't know. He put on the team for one year, which it was Adam Gase. I don't blame him. You yeah. know who is unworldly? I wouldn't want to play for Adam Gase either. <laughs> yeah. You know who is unworldly? DJ Reed. Yeah. He is, he, he is unworldly. But, yo, can I just do a quick little tiny tangent? You said Adam Gase, and it triggered me. And we mentioned Todd Bowles. Just a little shout-out to our boy, Sam Darnold, for going out in Carolina, making the most ridiculous touchdown where he tripped himself, fumbled it, and then rolled like a little baby into the end zone. I love him so much. He's such a classic. But, dude, that guy has won football games with Todd Bowles, Adam Gase, uh, who's the coach of Carolina right now? Steve Wilkes and Matt Rule. Steve Wilkes, he won with Matt Rule, dude. He might be the best quarterback of all time. I'm gonna say this, and to all you Zach Wilson truthers out there, you're gonna hate this too. We were right in our analysis before we drafted Zach. We were right on the Sam Darnold train. We should have stuck. I it still love Sam Darnold, bro. We should have stuck it out. I I know there's a hate because he went to Carolina and all that stuff. Should have stuck it out with him. It was a great trade. Over, it was a great uh, trade, but I do yeah, like, great trade. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a great trade because we still like we 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 benefited from that. But for some reason, Mike White doesn't pan out. Zach will. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's what, he's already in the Hall of Fame. Even if he stops playing right now, he already <laughs> out, my friend. That's the beauty of this whole thing, bro. Mike <laughs> is here. He's a Hall of Famer, damn it! Here forever. He's as a long, Hall of Famer. As long as humans exist on this earth, 
they will know about Mike White. Ring of, Ring of Honor? Are we going to get Ring of Honor, Mike White? Listen, dude, if the guy that we drafted that held out and then went to the opposing team and won a Super Bowl and then went to Tampa and won and then came back and just cost us again more money and we put him in the in the yeah. room and like we're like yeah sure why not yeah my wife anyone can get in yeah anyone and for hosting an awesome Jets podcast. John Malika, Greg Albert, Alex Jeteris, you're all in the Jets ring of honor. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Like, uh, like if, if, honestly, if you could put 24 in there after everything that he did and the fact that he went to New England and won and then came back, he's like, Oh yeah, now I'm washed after I asked you guys for money. I went to other teams on Super Bowls. Can I just come back and get paid one more time? You know what's crazy? That year when he came back and he was actually like, what was it? it was against the Texans at against D Hop where I was like, oh no. Is, yeah, that's yeah. it. But he got, yo, he, he was not being challenged at all. He wasn't challenged at all up until that point. And then people were like, wait a minute. Did he lose his superpowers? Yeah. And then as a Jets fan, I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, he lived a little too long. So again, if he can get in, yes, Mike White can get in. I am hyped about this Minnesota game. I know I'm going, so therefore. It's an automatic win in my head. We have you to came win. back from Cali. You're going out to Minnesota. This is you are quite the traveler. <laughs> I'm staying in the states. Listen, man, this is this. It's indoors in U.S. Bank. I bought the ticket a long time ago when the when the, when the Jets were sneaky good and the Vikings were sneaky good, and it turned out they're both at the top of the conference. This is this could oh, listen as a as a non Jets fan for one second. It 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 could be the Super Bowl. Like, it actually could be the Super Bowl. Like, both of these teams are in the playoffs. You know, they both could possibly win the division. Like, both fan bases have been hurt. <laughs> both fan bases are, uh, like, they've been stabbed in the heart. Both teams like to lose in the craziest fashions. I mean, it'd be, it'd be fantastic. But anyway, like, that's thinking way too far ahead. The, the point is, like, this is a really big game. And dude, oh, yeah. the Jets are motivated. First of all, we, we, we are road warriors. And we won in Green Bay, like we could we could win in in the North, like it's not a big deal. It's indoors, bro. It's indoors. Like we're going, we're going. Like this. Can is you imagine if they open the windows. Can you imagine if they open up the roof a little bit or open up the stadium? Like all right, let's make it a little chilly for for these guys. <laughs> I, I I can't believe it, Look, dude. We I, I I listen. We talked a little smack about Braden Man. We talked about conditions. Can I just conditions. tell you guys? I think I love. Greg Deleg with all my heart. I think I love him. That 57 yarder was. He could have had 60. I can't remember the oh, last yeah. time I felt that good about a kick. It just felt so good in my stomach. Like it just felt like, wow, we're actually going to make this kick in the rain. Like this whole wind conditions thing, it drove me nuts all week, man. And it you were was- hating, and you were hating on my underrated player when I nominated him. You're right. <laughs> Right. Four for four extra points for the Jets. That is a miracle. <laughs> and, and, and you know, he, he missed the field goal. No problem. I don't, you know, no problem. 57 yarder. Great. Like he, the special teams is back. Justin Hardy, he's not going to let another punt go. He's not, he's going to, he's, we're going to be downing them within the 10 yard line. Braden Man's not going to have an, another fumble. And Greg, to your point, we will recover a fumble this year. We will. I we hope so. We're allergic to it right now, but it's going to come. 
Listen, turnovers are, we learn, they tell us, so I guess we have to just assume they're right. It's about a little bit of chance, a little bit of luck involved. The ball is going to get our, into our way, man, and we get the interceptions already. Revis's cousin, Jordan Whitehead, doing pretty good. I, man, do you guys really think that we can beat Minnesota? If we beat Minnesota, dude, we really could be at the top of the division by next week. Dude, if, if, we, be, if we beat, if we beat Minnesota, man, I, I don't, you guys may not find me on this podcast. I might be out arrested for doing wild things because if the Jets dude, win, you, this is, that's going to be an electric rapid reaction. I don't know. Should I bring my, should I bring my cheese head? I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's bad <laughs> I don't, I don't you may know. die if you do that, but that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we said uh, Buffalo plays New England twice still. Miami has a very tough on schedule. Thursday, bro. So we, we, we're going to know a little bit of what's going on in the division, too, like before we even play. Yeah. Yeah, and Miami plays was at San Francisco. They play the Chargers. They play us. I think they play the Patriots again, and they play Buffalo again. So but, uh, the division has a tough schedule. We might have the easiest remaining schedule out of all four teams in the AFC East. Definitely, definitely can beat the Seahawks, Lions, Jaguars. We can beat the Dolphins again, bro. I'm not even worried about the Dolphins, honestly. Yeah, to John, to answer your question, am I worried about any team? There's no team out there that I'm worried about. If White can play what he (laughs) plays, like, are we all right? Are we okay? We're Jets fans not worried. That's that's insane. Mike White did have four. Interceptions against this is, Buffalo this, this last season. season. That's so. what I'm worried about. See, like that's yeah. a, like, listen, I, I want the Patriots to beat the Bills on Thursday, even though we have the tiebreaker with the Bills, but the we have the win over the Patriots right now. So just if the Patriots beat the Bills, which would be whatever. And make the Bills hungry against us, John. Are you sure about that? It's true. I just I don't think we're gonna beat the Bills in it. We can't we're gonna sweep the Bills. Well, you know, if we fair. you know if we beat the Bills, you always talk about it, John. Third time in the playoffs, that's rough, bro. Well, now we're talking about beating Buffalo the third time. <laughs> like, oh my god! I just we're... don't want the Patriots to win the freaking division. I don't really like. I want to win the division. Don't get me wrong, but I, I'm. I, I don't like this, the this, idea. This, of we're I in this situation because no. we're in this situation because one Zach Wilson couldn't do his goddamn job. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, both those games against New England, I think, were winnable. Okay. And they were told the right. Patriots are not that good. Yeah. They're not they, that good. The Bills. Oh my Bills God. That is the, this, is the, this is the most frustrating thing I have to watch is that I'm at going, coming into the season with, with actually hope and optimism. And then I have to watch us know that we're better than the Patriots and we lose to the Patriots twice. Uh, Greg, I actually agree with you because we're, the, the, the Patriots play the Bills this week and the last week of the season. Yep. In between that is Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins. Patriots yeah. are going to lose for a while. I know. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yes, I, you're right. I, we, I do want, I do want the Bills, the Bills to win, especially because we played them and we could, if we beat them twice, then we, then we're good to go. Yeah, awesome. the easiest two schedules is definitely between the Patriots and us, um, depending on who you like and, you know, home or away games or whatever, but. Right now, one week at a time, man. Minnesota Vikings is going to be a very tough game. Justin Jefferson is that good. To your point, Alex, Hawkinson is a problem. Cook is a problem. Stephon Diggs. So. Stephon Diggs, Bills. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, with Minnesota. It's just, it's going to be tough. The issue for that game 
is I'm gonna have Justin Jefferson on my fantasy team too. So I'm gonna be like, I know. The issue for the game is, is TJ Hawkinson is gonna absolutely. I have him too. <laughs> that is good. that is the actual issue that game. Yeah, but to, I mean to kind of wrap us up here, we didn't. I didn't get a chance to really talk about this defense too much besides how much I hate CJ Mosley, which I don't. But you know whatever it is, Listen, dude. I can't remember the last time I was this excited about all three levels of our defense. I like you guys were talking about like teams and prior, you know, prior teams or whatever. Like we had a stout defense, but our offense wasn't that good. I don't remember the last time we had a defense that was this good at all three levels. Like, yeah, Revis was great, but we had problems at the cornerback position. We had problems at the safety position. These yeah. safeties we talked about going to the season were big question marks. They started out really bad the first couple of weeks. We were all very nervous about them. They have rounded into form at a, at a, in a way that I couldn't imagine having safety play for this Jets defense. It's been incredible. DJ Reed, I mean, one of the best free agent signings we've had in a decade. He has been incredible and I thought he was going to be good because I trusted everyone when people were saying I did not know he was going to be this good. I knew Sauce Gardner was going to be this good. I didn't know he was going to be this good this season right away. He's incredible. Yo. Linebackers, apparently the, the the people in the off the people in the the building like the linebackers. The linebackers play good. Quan Alexander had a great Yo, punch Quan Alexander, football. yes. <laughs> and then the defensive line, what do you want to talk about? I mean, yeah, Bryce Huff. He got a sack because Yo. he decided to block, but, but he got a sack. Can like, we talk like, about Trevor Simeon? Just like, can we talk about Trevor Simeon's like, yeah, I'm not going up the middle. Let me just go to the side. Quan Alexander's right. They'd be like, nah, son. Nah, you ain't coming this way. Uh-uh. It's awesome. Oh, love everything about it. But yo, honestly, like, and we're going to wrap it up. But I mean, even when you watch Rex Ryan, like that with Cromartie, he just got targeted more. And so just by the sheer number of probability, he was going to give up more plays than Revis because Revis wasn't try. Uh, they didn't really try Revis at all. And then Jim Leonard, Eric Smith was, they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But even Res- like on this, mad defense, respect like- for them. Well, don't, don't get me wrong. Love Jim Leonard, love Eric Smith. They, yeah. like they, Wisconsin doesn't love Jim Leonard. Yeah, I, like- know, that was I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, Luke Fickle is Luke Fickle. But, dude, but even to your point about the, they were targeting for Marty Moore so he would give up more plays, this and that. Like, who are they targeting for us right now? Like, they're not throwing to Sauce, really. They tried it a couple times this week. To your point, John, he gave up one pass. So they're trying DJ Reed. They're just not going to DJ Reed. It really is like the middle of the field and checkdowns are where people are finding success. It sucks to see, but it, it's, it's incredible that that's what's beating us is dunk off passes to tight ends and running backs because you can't throw it over the top on this defense. I can't remember the last time I was this confident about a defense that we've had. It's 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 been awesome to watch. Uh, I think that's a good place to end it because just praises all around, man. It was a good win. We're gonna be back later this week to preview the Jets at the Minnesota Vikings before John heads out there to represent Gang Green as he always does because John just loves the Midwest. John loves the North. Uh, he loves Green Bay. He loves Wisconsin. He loves cool, uh, Minnesota. Some cool stadiums next year. I already scouted. We got the Jets. Got Vegas on the map. Jets got Dallas Cowboys. And of course, as usual, we go to Denver. I feel like we live in Denver now. But I mean, can we just play Denver at home? Like we're always out in Denver. Good. So, so Denver. Shout out to Mister Unlimited. Uh, 
unlimited. With unlimited. Um, yeah. yeah, that's this is a good place. Then. Vikings, but yo, hit the hit that over for forty five and a half. Shout out to Winning Pick Weekly. Uh, that's on the Knicks, Common Jets, Common ETC period YouTube. Uh, that's one of the playlists. Like, subscribe to us. But yo, hit the over right now. It already jumped up to forty five and a half. Jets plus three. I think that might go down too. Take that now. The Jets have been money on the under sixty three percent. I think this is going to be an over. The the Minnesota Vikings defense stinks, but the Jets defense is stingy. But yo, they have a TJ Hawkinson. They got Dalvin Cook out of the backfield, and listen, Thielen and Jefferson versus Reed and Sauce Gardner all time matchup. I'm so excited to watch that firsthand. Like that's why I got to go to that game, man. And it's indoors, indoor game in December, bro. That's how can how can I say no? Meaningful <laughs> football, meaningful Jets football in December in, 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 in indoor. And playing another top team. It's going to be and great. Feeling com- and, and feeling confident going to that game. Like you could go. Being a Hall of Famer. Yeah, true. <laughs> Let's go. True. And on that note, thank you all for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks Jets Etc. podcast. You all know what to do. If you listen to this podcast, please make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a review or comment. We're also partnered with Minute Media and Fansites. You can find this podcast on the Jet Press or the Daily Knicks. We also got that YouTube channel, Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC period. Find the page, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. When you watch a video, hit the like button, leave a comment, add to the conversation. We need to know your thoughts and opinions. Uncle Mike, where you at, bro? Uncle Mike, I know you're back on the bandwagon. Uncle, you're not even on the bandwagon. You're just back on the wagon, baby. I know you were <laughs> upset against the New England Patriots. We lost. It ripped our hearts out as well, but I know you're back. I know you are back up and running. All right. He was... He was... Uh, not very confident going in. He said, yep, just got a bunch of texts, dot, dot, dot. I guess it's Mike White. That's when uh, Zach Wilson got benched. Texted me on Sunday. Was very worried because he's going over to the uh, Thursday for, for Thanksgiving. He was going over to uh, a house. I wasn't going there. And he was like, listen, are they going to play soccer or are they going to play me some football? So he was on edge all week. Mike White with the football versus soccer. He was on edge all week. Mike is back on, bro. He's back on and he's thinking playoffs. Let's go. Let's go. man. Like I said, man is up and running like Stringer Bell in the wire. Let's go. <laughs> so. With that being said, there's also another podcast over that YouTube channel. It's called Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, and our guy and co-host Chip Murphy. These guys have been talking about throughout the pod. These guys have been doing a great job. If you like to put money down on the line because you love sports betting, these guys got you covered. Make sure to go check them out. They're doing, well, they're covering college football, NFL. Look, man, I I tune in all the time. I I can't wait for it to be up and running. Sports Bay that is in Massachusetts because I got the intel right here. All right. I got the intel right here. So you guys should go check them out as well. Make sure to bet responsibly, though. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you for tuning for the Jets episode of the Knicks Jets, etc. podcast. We out. Jets, 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 Jets.